Hello and welcome to Reddit on Reddit, the internet's auditory version of Reddit. I'm Nelson Allingham, joined by Michael Cambo Campbell. Bonjour. Oh, the French version of Cambo. Ah, oui. Uh, Cambo. <laughs> that's offensive. Oh, okay. Sorry. Cambo. Yeah, that's better. So, um, you really dropped that French fast. Though. Oh, so that wasn't me. That was Michel. Oh, yeah, 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 okay. Yeah. I thought it was Cambert. Uh, <laughs> it, was, it was Michel Cambert. Yeah, uh, okay. Uh, yeah. He, he occasionally will pop in every now and again. Yeah, just um, says bonjour. Yeah, just says, uh, yeah, bonjour. And then uh, guess how to yeah. be able I personally great. can't speak French. Yeah. But Michel Cambert uh, is fluent. He's from <laughs> France. Okay. So hey, Fran- Michel, come back. Ah, oui. <laughs> hey, want to just say something? Uh, what do you want me to say? Oh, well, I mean, in French, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> For our French listeners. Oh, putain, French, of course. What was that, sorry? Uh, bye, Michelle. Bye. Oh, he's a guy. Oh, he's a guy. He's oh no, he got shot. He's a bit. Oh, <laughs> oh, no. oh, no. He's a busy man. He's... <laughs> and he's made a lot of enemies. So that, that was uh, expected. I wouldn't expect him to come back. I'll, yeah. tell, you, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's Italian cousin, though. <laughs> oh, boy. Maybe uh, next week. <laughs> me. Uh, anywho. <laughs> I like that little bit of lore we just dropped into the podcast. <laughs> yeah, keep track. I, I I know there's someone out there with a giant book <laughs> who, who every time we do yeah. something like this just is like pulls their hair out. They're like, where does this fit? I in? look forward to in several weeks' time someone say in the end of the email saying, and rest in peace, Michelle Kondor. <laughs> yeah. And we're like, what? <laughs> we I don't know what this person's what? talking about. You've written into the wrong podcast. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, all right. Anyway, Cambo, uh, let's get into it. This first Reddit on Reddit is cross-posted to us by Gone Fish Caking. Thank God. And he did so two hours ago. So, wow. just saying. Freshy. Uh, but it was originally by Naughty Girla, and it was in the subreddit Facepalm. Uh, it's a screenshot of a Facebook post. A child just rang my doorbell. Folks, you do not ring doorbells in 2023. (laughs) My six was loaded. Keep your kids away, Chris. Somebody's somebody's responded. So you're willing to shoot someone just because they rang your doorbell? Stand your ground isn't meant for that. And the way you're nearly threatening anyone, specifically kids, is disgusting. And why some people shouldn't have guns. But they've replied with a sensible, I'm not fucking around. (laughs) Well, yeah, I mean, we got that. Yeah, we yeah, got yeah, that yeah. sense. Take your doorbell down. What are you? <laughs> what <laughs> the? F- if you are expecting that, like, that anybody who rings your doorbell, which is the most polite thief intruder ever. Yeah, I, I would say that's politer than knocking on a door. Yeah, knocking on a door seems like, yeah. oi, yeah, yeah, <laughs> open up. Yeah, that's that's aggressive. Yeah. Somebody's like, I'll I'll Ding be polite. Dong. You've you've put this doorbell here for people yeah, to press. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you want to be alerted when someone's at the door, but not have the abrasive knocking. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. knocking came first, and then came knockers. Oh yeah, on the door, right. and then came the doorbell as a system to make it more and more polite. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Uh, yeah, so, uh, that's insane that this person is like. Do you reckon this happened in America? Uh, (laughs) Could have been anywhere. Could have been. Could have been anywhere. Um, this is the equivalent to people that have the nice set of plates and bowls, but if you ever tried to use them, like, what are you doing? Yeah. We don't eat off them. No, 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 no. (laughs) 
Uh, or like if somebody's got a couch cover yeah. and they never take it off. Yeah. It's like, don't, no, no, no. You've got to keep the couch really good. Yeah. For when we resell it, I suppose. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hey, this, uh, this man's insane. And, um, I mean, it does just sound like, it, it, this is not even clear that it was a, um, a, a, a prank. Yeah, it just says a kid rang my doorbell. Yeah. Might be even selling cookies or something. Yeah. <laughs> that's uh that's terrifying. Do you th- what do you think about this idea of like just ig- ignoring the gun thing? But uh like the idea that nobody really goes over to each other's house anymore. So don't ring the door. Okay, that's still dumb. I'm not trying to defend this. But uh, the uh, idea that like doorbells are perhaps redundant. Almost because it's like, well, we nobody comes over to people's places, or we're like messaging. You know, you can be like, "I'm at the front right now." Yeah. Or so, you know, there's there's sort of no need for doorbells anymore. Do you reckon there's anything in that? I mean, in the same way that, like, I guess, like a home phone is is obsolete, but yeah. I wouldn't be angry if I had a home phone and someone rang it. Yeah, I'd be. I think I'd go, huh? That's that's quaint. Yeah, yeah. But I don't think I'd shoot a child over it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they're on the other end of the line. You couldn't possibly. Exactly. <laughs> if I saw them again, Nelson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, sometimes I, I, I feel like slightly the opposite. Like when you get deliveries and stuff, mm-hmm. and I know it's not necessarily a big deal, except for like if they leave a slip saying that you weren't home or something. Oh, uh, yeah. I've before like where I work in this is kind of like, Sometimes I'll walk out of this room and then you can see my front door yeah. from when you walk out. Yeah. And I'll walk out and I'll see a delivery person walking away. Sneaking away. <laughs> yeah. And I'll be like, oh, if you had it just like knocked, I would have known to come and whatever. It's, and then it's happened before where then I've opened the door and there's been a slip being like, well, I couldn't get to you. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, a knock on the door actually probably, <laughs> probably would have solved that. <laughs> yeah. Because I could have been like, yes, I'm here. I will happily sign for that. Yeah. The thing is, uh, posties afraid of getting shot. That's the, that's yes, the that's problem. The thing. Can't ring anybody's doorbell in 2023 or knock on the door. Can't be, don't knock on the door. <laughs> Going postal used to mean something opposite. Yeah. But now it means shooting a postal worker because yeah. they knocked on your door. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so many uh, postal workers die every day. There would be genuinely neighborhoods in the world that would just be terrifying to be a postie in, I'm sure. Yeah. Where like... I could be seen as some sort of intruder. But also, this Cambo, I imagine in those situations, they've got like bright orange vests on or something and they're like, I am I'm the postie. I've got I've got a flag or on the back of my bike or whatever. You know, just just things to like be like, I'm not an intruder in any way, I'm yeah. delivering mail. Yeah. But then then that's where we come in, Cambo. <laughs> Where we, we go, are intruders. We go to Fort Knox. Yeah. <laughs> got a letter hey, here. Just got some mail. <laughs> hey, this one's got to go in the safe, though. This yeah, one. yeah. This is... Uh... Got a letter here for Area 51. <laughs> yeah. Where would I deliver this It to? says the alien in Area 51, <laughs> so I guess just take me to, to them and I'll, <laughs> I'll drop it off. <laughs> uh, I think uh, a letter... It's the... The people in society that are, you know, hidden in plain sight. Yeah. And I think the 
postseason. We're letting them. That's true. Letting them slip by. Yeah, if we're going to do a heist, we'll do it as as postman. Yeah, I think I've decided I'm pro shooting postman, <laughs> just in <laughs> case. You know, just to thin out the competition. Yeah, exactly, they're a threat <laughs> to our society. Um. Dogs have been trying to warn us for years. Yeah. Like, guys, come on. <laughs> Haven't you seen him stealing all your stuff? We. <laughs> uh, all right. The. Yeah, um, uh, I mean, I do have another one here, actually. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put it in. This is by uh, Ducks Bands. Best Buy is removing all physical media from their stores as of today. I was in the subreddit, like, pics or something, and there was a picture of empty, empty shelves. shelves. <laughs> yes, yeah. I did see this <laughs> Which pic. could be, like, any sort of empty shelves, really. <laughs> I wouldn't I wouldn't know what the difference is. Yeah. Uh, but, yes, removing all physical media from their store. And, uh, I mean, we don't have Best Buy in Australia, no. but it seems like a pretty significant um, yeah. store chain yep. uh, in the US to, to do such a thing. Yeah. Um, it's, it's one of those things where Disney announced this maybe six months ago. That they wouldn't be releasing physical discs or anything anymore. Right, yeah. Got to get Disney Plus, Nelson. Uh, I hate this about it. I hate this about it so much. Yeah. Because on the one hand, I'm like, yep, great. There's probably a lot of waste that happens with mm-hmm. um, physical media. And cost to produce. At, well, and cost, of uh, course. Yeah. I'm still going on the on the What they, what they will try and spin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, which, yeah, I, I totally get. Not even just, even if you could cut it down to physical copies that you know people would actually buy, <laughs> as opposed to, I mean, we've been to, uh, or at least experienced cinema convention uh, promo stuff where you get a DVD from a Every movie like seven yeah. years ago. You're like, oh, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. That's weird. <laughs> this is so old. Yeah, uh, but And I have it. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. But you've, <laughs> exactly. Because I went to another one <laughs> a few years ago and you were giving, giving it out again. Uh, yeah, like the, there would just be millions of copies yeah. of, of DVDs, when, especially that aren't being used. When Stacey went to the movie convention this year, because mm-hmm. she has to go for her job, she just refused them. Yeah, she was yeah. like, "I don't want it. Don't give it to me. Yeah. I don't want it." <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. I, do you know what? It's so crazy because I've been in this situation. I went to that same cine- cinema convention. I think I went went maybe twice, and both times I kind of got caught up in the like getting the promo. One stuff. or two years, it's fun, and then six or seven years later, and you're like, "I've got all these DVDs that are not even out of their plastic wrapping <laughs> because I haven't wanted to watch." Scott Pilgrim versus again, <laughs> and so it, yeah, it's just like uh, totally unnecessary. I totally respect her being like, nope, don't yeah, want yeah. them anymore. There, <laughs> Stop. there is no Stop. space for this in my house. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so they will say, well, it re- reduces waste yeah. and it's more environmentally friendly. Yeah. We would say, well. You don't have to pay for them, and now you can't lend them to your friends. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Your friend needs to sign up to Disney Plus as well to watch it. Yeah, that's the most. If it doesn't thing. get removed, which Disney Plus has done many times this year alone, yeah, just like the Willow sequel series that they produced, right? It's yeah. just not anywhere. Yeah, you just can't watch it. I mean, you can if you sell the high seas, maybe. But. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's, that's the, that's the thing that sucks the most is one, because there's even things that they've talked about, uh, was it in the Fresh Prince or maybe I just saw an example of that, but they maybe didn't, which is they like superimposed Coke cans or something in scenes as, um, you know, as advertising, Mm -hmm. like later down the track, 
and it it might seem pretty harmless, but also it's kind of like, yeah, but it's not the original material. Not let alone the idea that they literally change stuff or, you know, as society evolves and we start saying, hey, maybe those jokes aren't as appropriate anymore. And and valid, they're not. And for all media in future, we shouldn't necessarily have those. But I'm in the camp of leave things as they were, you know. I think there's nothing wrong with updating something if the original is available. Star Wars is a great example of this. You cannot right. watch the original Star Wars yeah. anywhere. Yeah. It is never... Like, I think the last time you can technically watch it was the VHS release in, like, 95. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. It, that's And people have then, like, by themselves transferred that digitally and tried to clean it up and stuff. But there is no official way yeah. legally to watch the original Star Wars, which the irony is when they wanted to colorize Citizen Kane, yeah. George Lucas campaigned that they shouldn't be updating movies that are considered <laughs> yeah. classics. Yeah. It's like that that whole thing. But a great example of how... Updating to streaming or whatnot actually in like is an impediment to the original. When The Simpsons was added to Disney Plus. Yeah. The Simpsons for the first like twelve seasons is in three by four square aspect ratio. Yeah. But that's not a very modern aspect ratio. So they they um upscaled it so it's now sixteen by nine widescreen. Right. But there's there's several jokes that actually don't work in that aspect ratio because it's cropped. So, uh, for example, there's a there's a joke where they're at the Duff Brewery, yeah, and he says, "Oh, this is where you get regular Duff, and of course, this is Duff Light." Yeah, but of course, when it's uncropped, there's a spout at the top that's just the same drink going into both of them. Oh, uh, but yeah. when you crop it in, it's like that's a weird, yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. a weird scene because they've literally cropped out the joke, wow, which is yeah. that they're the same drink. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, that's that's funny. Um, I think they have since, because of backlash, put them in the original aspect ratio. Right yeah, yeah. Because, like, who cares Yeah, if you've got a little bit of black on yeah, either no. side of your screen? Uh, yeah, yeah. Really funny. And and so, yeah, I, I, I hate the reason that we're losing physical media for that reason. Uh, like you touched on as well, being able to lend uh, a copy of something to somebody. It, it's bad... Uh, for games in that way too, because they are so much more expensive. Yeah. And uh, I think that the markets are so much worse. If physical media ceases to exist, then it feels like there is a much uh, smaller market for those distributors like Sony from PlayStation, Microsoft, whatever, to... Uh, jack up their prices without anybody being able to do anything about it, and it's not necessarily that they will because they still don't. Wa- they still got competitors within each other, but when they get exclusive rights to something and it's really good, it's like, well, you've got to pay for their subscription service or whatever, you know. And just the less physical media have, the more power they have, and I'm terrified that in future it's just that. That's the world we're going to live in. Yeah, I, I don't collect. Actually, I do collect physical media. I collect music, but I, I don't have that much physical media. But mm. I am a huge proponent that it should exist. Yeah, for yeah. all of the reasons you just said. Yeah, yeah. I have been digitizing my stuff for years, mm. but for someone to have to start that, like, it's a big daunting task. Yeah, the reason I have such a big digital library is like before I got rid of a lot of my stuff, I digitized it. Yeah, that's a very proactive thing, but not everyone's doing that. Yeah, yeah. It's... And the way that streaming services are 
I've never seen a better advertisement for piracy. Yeah, <laughs> what's going on with streaming yeah, exactly. services? Because yeah. the way that stuff just gets removed, yeah, is, is kind of ridiculous, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, really, really sucks that you can't just pop in that episode of whatever you wanted to watch because, uh, yeah, it's not there anymore. Uh, yeah, it really sucks. Um, so down with the uh, the Best Buy, I guess. I guess we're against okay. Best Buy. I, I guess that's how it's come out, hasn't it? Mm, that's, uh, that's what happens. All right, let's get into Ask Reddit. This uh, Ask Reddit was cross-posted to us by Just Judging Reddit, but it was originally by Easy USA. Uh, you're the next Bond villain. What's your evil plan? Ooh, what I find about Bond villains is their plans are normally quite bad. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. it doesn't take much, I don't think. Yeah, yeah. It's not it's uh it's definitely not that difficult to um to be a Bond villain, I think. Uh but in, I you know the Bond villain that's um probably aged the best in a bad way? Oh yeah. And, and it got criticized at the time, by the way. Uh the Pierce Brosnan movie Tomorrow Never Dies. Yeah. Which apparently was originally called Tomorrow Never Lies, but there was a typo, and they were like, "Yeah, it's pretty good." <laughs> okay, but the villain in that is a, is a gentleman that owns a series of newspapers that is using his newspapers to manipulate world events and political oh, actions and things like that. I see. And time everyone's like, "Okay, that's that's dumb." Yeah. But really? Yeah. Pretty. <laughs> pretty much. Spot like on. they're not super. Subtle in the fact that it's clearly Rupert Murdoch. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's the one. It's like that is actually probably the more realistic Bond villain. Yeah, it's just yeah. this media magnate being like, you know, I'm going to influence uh, elections and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, I thought actually, pop white. What might inspire you is uh, if I summarize some of the um, Bond villains mm-hmm. uh, plots. Mm-hmm. I just Googled Bond villain plots and there was like a, uh, we've rated all of them and yep. here they are. Can I was I, like, of course this list exists. Can it's I perfect. say, and this this might come up, I'm going to preface this by saying a lot of people's favorite Bond movie is Skyfall, mm-hmm. but I think arguably has the dumbest villain plot. Oh, I think this is, I, I've kind of, it's an annoying website because there's a million ads yeah, yeah, in it's, it. It's, so I, I, I can see I it's got what, to a point and I don't want to go further, <laughs> but um, I think that's their worst rated one. Yeah. Is yeah. Careful, yeah. Uh, okay. So this is number one and I've noticed one to three is very similar, I think. Uh, so this is in Moonraker, 1979, yeah. Hugo Drax and... Uh, Dra- it said, Drax didn't mess around. His hugely expensive master plan was to exterminate all life on Earth mm. with a specifically con- uh, concocted poison, leaving humanity populated with specimens he had personally chosen. Uh, pretty much, uh, it, it's uh, this one and, and a few others, it's like they've been like, we'll just do a Hitler, I think. He's <laughs> yeah. kind of... Like if Hitler had the means, <laughs> yeah, yeah, this yeah. is a Hitler what plot. What if Hitler was doing Moonraker? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. If he only wanted blonde-haired, blue-eyed people, this is this is how he'd do it. Uh, yeah, okay. So that's one. Uh, next one, number two, The Spy Who Loved Me. This is Karl Stromberg mm-hmm. in 1977. 
Stromberg laid the megalomaniac plot so Hugo Drax could run on it. Stromberg's classical music-backed scheme was impressively unhinged. The web-handed maniac uh, chose a permanent existence under the waves while relying on conventional nuclear extermination above. So I don't don't remember that one. I I definitely haven't seen all the Bond films. I probably haven't seen this one. I haven't seen them all either. But um, it seems like the worst version of I'm going to exterminate people and live in a um, better world because it's like, I'll just live under the ocean. (laughs) That seems like the worst place to be. Uh, Like, yeah, yeah, technically it works, but uh, I don't think so. Um, no time to die. Okay, Lucifer yeah. Saffron. Yeah, Lucifer. A lot of these are poison based. Yeah. <laughs> so this is. I think the authors of We Got This Covered love a poison based plot. Well, that's true. Yeah, or uh, or really, it's like a formula that. Bond writers worked out, right? They're like, oh, people like this the most. Yeah. I mean, I know this isn't ranked by somebody's opinion, but... but Someone's got a plot that will wipe out entire sections of the population in one foul swoop kind of thing. I mean, is this not Thanos? (laughs) He would be a good Bond villain. He would be a good (laughs) Bond villain. It'd be so funny to watch a a Bond uh, movie where Thanos (laughs) is the evil guy and Bond just cannot do anything. (laughs) The whole movie oh, is. Oh, Thanos, like, I slept with your wife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> now I kind of want to say it. So, anyway, this one is nanotech virus that can kill by genealogy. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. that one. Uh, this is the Ernst Stavro Blofeld. Blofeld yeah. You only live twice. Uh Finally getting his hands dirty when the organization exceeded the scope of its name and presumably building budget. This time, there's no ransom, but the real potential of nuclear war between the USSR and USA on behalf of their paymasters, presumably to be China. Okay, nuclear war. Yeah, nuclear war, big poisons. That's that's the main thing. Um, so what are some of the worst ones then? <sighs> what uh, worst ones? What are some of the worst plans then? Like oh, da- okay. Da- yeah, yeah. All right. Let's go to the yeah. other end of this scale. Yeah, we get it. Nuclear wars and big poisons. And yeah, people are like, oh, no, it's so bad. Uh, number 25, Franz Sanchez, Licensed to Kill, 1989. Uh, a sneaky plot where a master drug dealer used the front of a televangelist to cover his drug operation. Concealing cocaine in petrol was a cunning scheme. If only he hadn't triggered Bond's arbitrary involvement. After Sanchez's vengeful takedown of Felix later, revenge mm-hmm. led to revenge. So, well, see, I, revenge think, I actually think that that scheme is pretty good. The but low stakes. He, the mistake he made yeah. was that he accidentally killed Bond's friend Felix. Yeah. Therefore, Bond got involved. Yeah. But that's yeah. a scheme. It's probably good little. Good little money maker. Yeah, yeah. That's the kind it's of scheme so, I would want to run. I don't want to end the world. The top three are about destroying the yeah. world. This one's like, oh, I just want to sell drugs. And it's a clever plot putting it in petrol. Yeah. I think, and you know, televangelist front. Yeah, it's it's well thought out. Yeah, yeah. It's good. It's smart. Uh, number 24 is Raul Silva from yeah. Skyfall. Yeah. Uh, 2012. So, so it's what remains easiest to explain in one sentence. Despite the later retcons that brought him under the umbrella of Spectre, the former operative was intent on getting revenge on M. This is the thing that I think undoes a lot of silver, right? Is he has this really intricate plot. 
He has all these clues that lead Bond to the island where he first meets Silva, and then he gets himself deliberately captured in mm-hmm. the MI6, and he gets into the MI6 system, and he shuts it all down. Then he escapes through the tunnels because he's prepared it, and they've got a uniform, a police uniform waiting for him. And then he just enters the room and wildly shoots a gun. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. That's his whole plan when he gets to it. He's like, oh, I'll take a couple of pot shots. This is what I think is so interesting, right, about media. Something that never, ever works for a storyline is revenge. Because nobody, the the idea of revenge is stupid to anybody else except the person wanting revenge. It, it, it is incomprehensible because revenge is stupid and it, it's illogical. And so I think that's why people dislike it the most and so that idea of like him coming in and and just shooting up a room right because it's like oh he's done all these smart things why couldn't he have this smart revenge and i'm not trying to say that this is why the writers were were writing this way but i think it's because sometimes revenge is illogical they may have thought we want him or he wants to just be violent and chaotic at the end and try and shoot, you know, people because because he wants that rush of like, fuck you, I'm going to do this with my own hands. I'm not going to do it in a sneaky way. Like, you know, I, I'm kind of making stuff up. But uh, I think it's the hardest thing to sell. Uh, Game of Thrones, same thing as well. She just wanted revenge the whole time. Everybody hated it because they were like, I don't understand her motives enough. And you're like, the, that's the point is because revenge is illogical and, and you hate I, that it doesn't make as much sense as it should. I think revenge works in a movie when they realize that revenge doesn't work. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Well, yeah, when they're like, oh, like I actually shouldn't do this. Yeah, yeah. That's when it's like, oh, that's that's pretty interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, another one just to uh, say why revenge doesn't work is The Last of Us Part 2. Um, based on revenge pretty much the whole time. And a lot of people hated the shit out of Last of Us Part 2 because they they didn't understand that concept. Of, or it's it's so hard to understand that yeah. concept of revenge. Anyway, would you say that's though, my that writing we, advice. Would you everybody. say that we get it and we're above it though? Oh, oh pfft, mate, yeah, yeah. I get it. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I mean, I, I like I think uh, in saying that, Last of Us Part 2, a lot of people hated it. A lot of people loved it. So I don't think it's necessarily like a, uh, us better than them. I just think it's a difficult concept to kind of pull off. Uh, and I reckon that's why a lot of uh, movies don't do very well. It's, anyway, uh, what's our villain plot? What? That's the question. It was what What are we going to do for our oh. Bond villain plot? Um, I've had so many <gasps> okay. schemes on this show. What this would Bond what, most want to stop? This is what I like, yeah. the idea, because I want it to be relatable to me, right? Yeah. And I see things like... Um, the war in Ukraine, mm-hmm. uh, Israel-Palestine conflict. Yep. Difficult things that, to be perfectly honest, I don't want to come into Australia uh, because I, you know, it's not that we uh, necessarily have a perfect life, but we've got a pretty good, pretty good life here um, in Australia in comparison to other parts of the world. So my evil Bond villain plan is actually to just cause conflict in every other part of the world Mm -hmm. so that Australia is never involved. Like, always make us the neutral guy. Don't leave it up to chance that something bad will help in some sort of conflict. I think to 
further get under Bond's skin, yeah, we should at the same time be proposing that uh, Australia secedes from the Commonwealth. Oh. And England actually has no rights over Oh, that did get him. Yeah. That did get oh, him. Oh, how very dare they? Yeah, yeah. That's that's a good part of it. Oh, but it does. Yeah, see, the problem with because, that. Because we the, didn't state us as the leaders, obviously. Yeah. That's the evil Bond villain part of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, that's true. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I think, I just think there's something to the idea that Bond is coming to Australia to try and stop us from creating conflict in other parts of the world because we just want to live a peaceful <laughs> life in Australia without conflict. Yeah. And then the end of the movie is there's a war in Australia. <laughs> <laughs> and Bond is there with a smug look in his face like, ha, 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 this was always coming. And then there's a montage of, of uh, like, civilians, innocent civilians just dying yeah. from war. Yeah. And Bond is like, he's like I hope they learned <laughs> their lesson. Yeah. <laughs> Those dirty convicts. I've never forgiven them. <laughs> Yeah, they know what they are. <laughs> uh, all right, Kemba, let's move on to Today I Advice. So now it's time for Today I Learned. And also sometimes advice. This advice is by uh, Neither Cod3937. My 32 female. Boyfriend, 32 male, refuses to build a piece of furniture he bought me for Christmas. (laughs) I've been with my boyfriend for two years and we've been living together for the last year. For Christmas, he bought me a piece of furniture for our kitchen, which I'm super excited about, but he's refusing to actually build it. Okay. Listen, if I'm being an arsehole for having this expectation, give it to me straight. But I feel like it's a bit insane to gift your partner a piece of furniture and then refusing to assemble it for them. When we first moved in together, I surprised him with a new gaming desk and I quickly assembled it by myself before he came home so he could enjoy it immediately. It never crossed my mind to give it to him in pieces and then go uh, go on to say, figure it out, I'm not helping you build it. It's really frustrating that he's pushing back on it and refusing to help me put it together. It's honestly selfish. I'm really big on teamwork too, so it's not like I'd force or demand him to do it by himself. How would you guys go about this ridiculous situation without starting an argument? Okay. I'm glad that they added that last sentence. I'm going to ignore that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'll let you know how you can sort it out. There will be arguments. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Because I was about to say, um, why don't you both do it? Yeah. Um, I I think that should have been done for the desk and for the whatever this... What's this kitchen furniture? Do you think? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe just like a like a island bench or something. You yeah, can get maybe. like wooden ones. Or, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, like a, a little kitchen cart, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, this is a, this is an interesting one. I think there is a expectation that if you get someone something, you should at least assist to set it up. If you live with them, right? Yeah. Like if I gifted you mm. a flat pack, I have actually. Funnily enough. And I said, here you go, do it yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I threw out the instructions. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, just for Can't a bit, be that hard to work out. Bit of extra fun. Yeah, I've gone in, opened it up. I've taken out a few screws and the instructions. <laughs> go, go for your life. Uh, That's true. Yeah, we built that by ourselves because someone yeah. wasn't around. So, so, yeah, I feel like if you're gifting uh, and you're not living with a the person, then that's just standard. You, you don't necessarily have to. Yeah. 
I mean, you could that, help, but like it's not expected. I would that say. being said, I don't know if the assumption is that they will do it all themselves. Mm, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. You can't be demanding that they do the whole thing. Yeah, like if you got me that flat pack and you came over next week, I was like, hey, Nelson, it's yeah, not going to yeah. do it itself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that would be a bit weird. And, yeah. and I think that, yeah, with a partner living together, yeah, there's a bit more of a, well, we will build this. Yeah. But I don't know if it's a... He will build this. Yeah. I think, I think it's a we will build this. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's Though that true. is what she, she points out in the end. Mm, yeah, It's yeah. not like I demand him to do it by himself. Though every other sentence before that sentence does indicate <laughs> the opposite of yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you kind of implied that. And maybe he was like, yeah, I don't know. Because maybe he just needs... Um, I, I wonder what conversation... Oh, he's refusing to do it. Yeah, I want to know what the yeah. Like, What's the conversation? Is it just that he hasn't like even thought about it since? Like, got the present and just been like, which is a bit of a dick thing to do, I guess. Anyway, but like, if you bought the present and you're like, we'll get around to it, to it one day, yeah. And she's just silently itching at it and being like, he's not even doing. It. He's refusing to do it. It would be interesting to know more comments yeah, it's, it's This is that classic thing of what is the communication going on yeah. here? Is she saying, hey, can we build this? He's like, no. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which is a dick thing. Or yeah. is it like you said, he has just been putting it off for whatever reason, selfish or otherwise. Yeah. And yeah. she is internalized like, well, no, he's refusing to even do it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Uh, but anyway, here's my solution and passive-aggressive approach to, to solving this, <laughs> this situation. First of all, uh, he comes in stages. First, you give him. Uh, if, if presumably you're living together, making meals for each other, uh -huh. give him deconstructed salad yeah. as a meal. Yeah. Okay? And then and deconstruct every part of that until it's like the obvious thing, like deconstructed coffee. And it's just you've got the beans that you have to grind. He's like, just put it on a little plate, a bit of bit of warm milk or something on one side. Be like, you gotta do this yourself. And then um and then I think it's about dismantling his gaming desk. Mm -hmm. Don't say anything. Nope. Don't oh god, don't communicate in any way, shape or form. But disassemble his desk, just put it on the floor. And just slowly disassemble things around the house. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, don't yeah, really yeah. affect you too much. I would also trigger like the 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 power of suggestion, mm -hmm. and sneak into his wardrobe at night mm. and in jacket pockets or pockets of jeans, put Allen keys. <laughs> yeah, that's good. So he keeps fishing out He's Allen like, keys, <sighs> and hopefully that should trigger. Like Allen key, what is an Allen key for? Like maybe a flat pack, but yeah. other than that, I don't know why it's an Allen key. <laughs> yeah. He's thinking about flat packs. Ah, uh, yeah, he's he's doing it. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Uh, do you think it's even worth unpacking the flat pack? And just putting all the pieces sort of in the way on the floor. <laughs> That's still, good. Again, still no communication. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. But just sort of ramping up the obvious. Uh, it's worth a go, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not our relationship. No. Also, you should break up with yeah. it. <laughs> I forgot that that's what I'm also uh, yeah. I'm leaning towards these days. Yes. All these people should just break up with each other. Uh, cool. Problem solved. All right, Campbell, let's get into shower thoughts. Shower thoughts, 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 shower thoughts, 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 shower thoughts, 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 shower thoughts, thoughts, thoughts. This uh, shower thought is by 
uh, TIFU Storytime. Potions in Harry Potter seem easier than it's made out to be until you remember how many people in real life have trouble with cooking and baking. <laughs> I have a problem with this shower thought. Yeah. Can be. Because if, for example, I could create a potion where I could uh, polymorph into uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, mm-hmm. as an example. Oh, somebody's... Um, DNA I need to get hold of. Let's say uh, Hemsworth. I feel like I could get one yeah, of those. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm confident we could get Hemsworth. Yeah. Uh, if I had the ability to create a potion in terms and turn into a Hemsworth, yeah. I'd work it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's not like, like the- if I fail at baking cookies, I don't have yeah, cookies. Yeah, you don't have cookies. Oh, or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but if but when you're trying to go on a date, a date with Elisa Pataki, Chris Hemsworth's wife, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you work that out, Austin. You work it out. You work it you out. Work it out. <laughs> Turns out there's a lot of Elisa Patakis out there because <laughs> other people have worked out uh, how to polymorph into her. There would just That's be fun. like there'd there'd just be like I don't know a hundred different type of people on the planet. You go to a restaurant and it'd all be Elsa Patakis and Chris Hemsworth <laughs> yeah. every table, and you're like, oh god, I don't know which one's real anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But freedom. Elsie Bitaki and Chris Hemsworth because they're like we can go out in public people yeah. think we're just fake at that point you probably just stole strands of his hair like yeah, yeah. what a hundred bucks yeah <laughs> yeah oh, that's the dream um, yeah so I think uh, yeah this is a ridiculous comparison <laughs> campaign <laughs> Uh, yeah, any potions would be good. I can't remember any other potions in there. There's like love potions, I think. Oh, that would be problematic. Yeah. I mean, I think they kind of exist at the moment. They they they, they go off go by a different name. From memory in the new Fantastic Beast movie, there's a plot point where one of the characters is love potioning a guy to be in love with her and it's kind of played as a bit of a joke. Yeah. I remember thinking, that's horrible. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's actually pretty this horrible. This is wrong. Yeah. Actually, yeah, I think it happens to Ron in the Harry Potter books it, yeah. as well. I think he gets a love potioned by by some lady and you're like, ha ha, this is funny and whimsical but yeah, like in but real yeah. life, you'd be like, it's, oh my God, horrible, that's, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, and th- I mean, there is problems with it. This is... <laughs> We've discussed this before, I think, and I should get Ellen on the show, honestly, to talk about this because she's better at that than I am. But, like, the magic in Harry Potter is so ridiculous because uh, if you can just conjure things from nothing, as an example, or, you know, like, you've broken the world. Like, there is no... If, if somebody has worked out how to make something from nothing and uh, the world would just be such a different place where anything that seems normal about, I don't know, teaching kids magic in the first place would just be null and void because yeah. the world would just be completely different. So, uh, yeah, one of these uh, points too. Uh, all right, here's another one. This is by Maximus Prime 250 Statistically, the person with the most potential in a sport has never even tried to unlock it. Mm. That's a, that's a fun one about the uh, population density of the earth. <laughs> just just a little fun one there for you. Uh, I, uh, yeah, do you reckon that What's there's... a sport you've never played? I have never played squash. Yep. Curling. All of these, Nelson. Mm. You could be a Curling's savant. Olympic sport. I don't think squash is. Maybe I should be trying curling. I think it seems pretty easy. Yeah, I've never tried 
I've never tried lacrosse. Uh, I've tried lacrosse. That's pretty fun. But what if I'm really good at lacrosse? And yeah, it could be. Here's the thing. We I don't think I'm tall enough to be good at lacrosse. They're, they're pretty tall, aren't they? Yeah, I feel like there's... Uh, yeah, okay. Maybe the person with the most potential in the sport. Because I could say, maybe I'll be really good at professional basketball. And people would be like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it won't. You don't <laughs> look like the people no. that are good at professional basketball. What just we, vertically speaking. What do we not need height in? A jockey? No, we're not even... No, we're, no, we're not we're, small enough. Yeah, we're not small enough. <laughs> oh, we need, God. Uh, we're, we're in the... We're if in the people end. ask how high I am, I'm like, well, I'm bigger than a jockey, but I couldn't play NBA. <laughs> so you yeah. work it out. You work and it out. like 5'11". So like oh, average? Yeah, it's yeah. Actually, yeah. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think there's um, not really the right sports. What Honestly, the sport that, that, <laughs> that actually I think our height and, and frames and stuff work best for is Australian rules football. Mm-hmm. And we know we're not that good. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah. they're all like 5'10". I've always loved the idea that if anyone else in the world picked up AFL, that we would, Australians would just be the worst. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's like how, um, yeah, they're like, oh, India's getting into AFL football. No, 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 <laughs> and the funny thing being that uh, Japan has better players, yeah. I, I think, probably uh, statistically on uh, in baseball. Hey, Nelson, shut up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, America's got that one thing, and uh, I suppose they've got NFL. They've got two things. Nobody else really plays NFL, do they? No, not, not to the level that America does now. Yeah. Mm. Like, there's NFL here. But it, it's, yeah. it's, um, it's not like televised no. or anything. We don't, I mean, we don't it, have like a prof- I think, we have professional league. I don't know. I think it technically is, but yeah, it's not. It's not the main sporting event that everyone gets. Right. What if we make up a sport, Cambo, that we're just the perfect type to be in? It reminds me of the movie Basketball. Yeah, you know where they're like, we can't play basketball, but we're actually really good at just sh- taking shots in one spot. And also distracting people, I yes. guess. So we'll do the movie Basketball. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, okay, we'll do Basketball. No, see, we, we can't do anything physically challenging because <laughs> that's not really our forte. But also can't rely on our wits either. So we're in a if kind of... If we invented a game, and I don't know what it, what it is yet, but I know what it's called. It's called Scheme Ball. <laughs> it is called Scheme Ball. And somehow making schemes is part of it. Yeah. We do it right. Yeah. And... There is a ball at some point. Yeah. Where's the ball come into it? We don't know. That's to be worked out. We, I think scheme ball could be where you have a ball. Yep. First, starts off, it's a tiny ball. It's like a, it's like the size of a marble. Mm-hmm. And you have to put that scheme ball in the pocket of your competitor without their knowing. <laughs> You're just in a crowd. You're in a (laughs) crowd. You're in a. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, you could have one week. Man, you'd be so on edge that week, wouldn't you? If you were the one being attacked. More opportunity to let your guard down. Because it's just 40 minutes. You can keep your guard up for 40 minutes. Hard to televise, isn't it? Yeah. (laughs) Here's a week of them just sitting in a blank room. (laughs) And you need to be with each each other. Yeah. 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 That's right. You need to be with each other. I I was thinking maybe the opposite, right? Where you, you have. One room filled with there's like there's like twenty teams, yeah, five people on each team or something. There's a lot of people in this room. It's a small room, and it's just like 
and you've got to try and get your marbles in somebody's pocket, whatever. And then at the end, um, you do a round of scoring, but then the size of the ball increases. We're up to ping pong now. And then uh, keep going until it's a basketball. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's good. Yeah, that's same. good. That's scheme ball. Yeah, no that, one steals that's this. That's scheme ball. Uh, put it together. All right. Uh, let's move on now and uh, get into podnapping. Oh, oh, my God. I'm being podnapped. Podnapping. This is Podnapping, where we nap a pod. We take a topic of conversation or a segment from another thing, and we do it ourselves. Okay. Uh, since this episode is running longer than I was expecting, I'm going to gut my podnapping a fair bit. Okay. But we have a Australia Day coming up. Yep. A very controversial holiday. Mm-hmm. But it got me thinking about that classic thing of like when someone does like a citizenship test or whatever, mm-hmm. and you hear the questions, you're like, oh, geez, do, I don't know if I know that. Like, yeah, that's, that's pretty yeah. hard. So I found the uh, website, uh, and I'm not going to look into if this website is racist or not, but it's do something australian.australiaday.org. Okay. <laughs> but they have ultimate pub trivia about Australia. Oh, and I okay, actually want to know good. how we would do. Can I just interrupt briefly? Yeah. I spoke to a British person who Why got you do an that? Australian <laughs> citizenship recently. So, well, I guess they were an Australian by law. Um, and... I was saying to them, I said, oh, I've, I've heard that you probably know more about Australia than I do mm. because, you know, those things can be rigorous. And he's like, nah, not really. He's like, the way that the questions are structured on the form is, he's like, it's way more about language comprehension. He said that the question will lead you to the answer. But if you don't understand English very well, then you'll probably struggle to, yeah, to get okay. it. He's like, I barely had to oh, revise or anything. And yeah, I was like, oh. Anyway, there was meant to be three rounds of eight questions. I'm just going to pick some random questions instead now. Okay. Uh, okay. First question. What song did the Wiggles cover for Triple J's Hottest 100 in 2021? Oh, my God. Uh, what song did they cover? I actually do know this. I guess it would probably be... Wonderwall. It was the song Elephant by Tame Impala. Oh. And they won. Okay. They won the Triple J Hottest 100 in 2021. Huh. That's funny. Uh, that's that. a pretty Australian music question. Yeah. Uh, Norman Stoddard Everidge is the spouse of which famous dame? Norman Stoddard Everidge. Stoddard Everidge. I have a pretty good guess based on that name. Uh, is the spouse of which famous dame? Uh, Is it an Australian dame? Yeah. Um, dame Edna. Correct. Yeah. Dame Edna. <laughs> I, average. Average. Yeah, I it is okay, average. Right. Yeah. I didn't actually know what uh, her last name was, but yeah, that makes sense. Uh, only two mammals on earth lay eggs. Both are found in Australia. Yeah. What are they? Platypus. Yep. And echidna? No. It, do echidnas lay eggs? Uh, yes. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Could Did be they? true. I thought it was. It, yeah, you I might be. I, I, I oh, guess yeah, I'll lock in platypus right now. I'm confident yeah, on that platypus one. definitely. And I thought it was echidnas. Do we say? Yeah, let's say echidna. Uh, you made me panic now. Uh, in 2000, Kathy Freeman won a gold medal for which event? Uh, I don't know how specific they're going to be. Um, she was an Olympic runner. Yeah, yeah. Will it be running or will it be like the 300 meters? 
Yeah, yeah. Well, she won the 100 meter. Yeah, I think it was a 100 meter sprint. Because if yeah. you go to a place in Victoria called Science Works, oh, yes. you can race Kathy Freeman yeah. on a screen. And I think it's 100 meters. Yeah. And what you would do, actually. No, I, I don't even know if the thing at Science Works is 100 meters, is it? Idea. Probably. I thought it might be like 50 yeah, years. And yeah, like, you get the idea. Yeah, yeah. She's really fast. And every, <laughs> everything, the same thing happens every time. Someone yeah. will line up and they'll run and then they'll be beaten by Kathy Freeman and they'll go, oh, she's quick, isn't she? <laughs> yeah. 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 Famously very quick. I thought the other thing also happens where you have somebody at the start marker and somebody at the end marker and then they jump at, the same, at, at different times. Oh, yeah. And yeah, oh, like, oh, you've beaten <laughs> Kathy Freeman. <laughs> and then some Olympic recruiter comes out. Yeah. Come with me. Yeah, yeah. Uh... This is true or false, these ones. Mm-hmm. One in four Aussies are born overseas. What? One in four Aussies are born overseas. Oh, we're, we're born overseas. We're, yeah, yeah, right. Um, oh, one in four seems pretty high. I mean, I get that we are quite diverse, but oh, one in four is pretty high. Such a specific stat that I'm going to say probably true. Yeah, I guess. I'm going to say false, even though I'm, uh, yeah, <laughs> I, yeah, 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 I'm kind yeah, yeah. of on the fence on. about it. Yeah, uh, A Kubra hat, which mm-hmm. is a, just a, a wide-brimmed hat for those yep. playing at home, are made from kangaroo pelts. Well, no, that's not true. Isn't it? I don't know. Oh, yeah. well, I, well, like always? I don't know. Well, yeah, there's Have probably they more been? than. I, let's <laughs> say, let's say the traditional Akubra hat, because there's probably yeah, you can right. probably get them in whatever hide you want. I would still say no. I reckon they might be. I, I'm going to say no. The world's first feature length film was shot in Melbourne. Uh, world first. Yeah. I don't know. I actually think this is true, and I'll let you know that the the phrase feature length is doing a lot of heavy lifting here. Right. Not the first film. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. The first film that was like, I believe it's actually the story of Ned Kelly. Right. Okay. Yep, sure. Or The Matrix. Oh, <laughs> it could be The Matrix. No, that was certain Sydney. This ah, no. Ah, yeah, okay. Uh, you idiot. Uh, the Dingo Fence, which yep. is a very, uh, long, very fence. long fence, is longer than the Great Wall of China. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we're a bigger country. It would make sense. It also, it's big. like way easier to yeah, build. Yeah, yeah, sorry. <laughs> this is a wire fence. Yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's, it's not like anything. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah. Uh, let's do two more. Um, what is Australia's oldest chocolate bar? Oh. What's an Australian chocolate? I think Violet Crumble is Australian. Oh, yeah, that's true. Which is uh, like a crunchy Oh wait, uh, is that also Australian? Uh, yeah, it's like it's like a like honeycomb. a honeycomb in honeycomb cr- surrounded by chocolate. Yeah, yeah. It's the shadow uh, that matters. Is the catchphrase of that chocolate? How about cherry ripe? Oh yeah, it could be cherry ripe. Yeah, let's go cherry ripe. Yeah, cherry yeah, ripe. Yeah, yeah. If it's white crumble, that's a delicious chocolate. If it's white crumble, I'm going to throw myself off the roof of this house. <laughs> Whoa! Uh, Are you going to aim for a soft landing? No. Oh. Which artist performed for Australia in the in their debut at the Eurovision Song Contest? I think I know this. I would have no idea, I don't I think. I think it was Mr. Guy Sebastian. Oh, really? I think so. Oh, that's interesting. Uh, first one of Australian reason, Idol here. In, here yeah, for some reason, I just would have thought that it would be some older, like we had someone ages ago. that. Anyway. No, no, we only recently entered. I would say probably within the last 10 years. Uh, uh, okay, oh, answers. Yeah, I think I did know that. Uh, Tame Impala's Elephant was the song that the Wiggles covered. Got it. Got that right. 
Uh, Dame Edna Everidge. Yep. Uh, the platypus. Uh, and the echidna. I get it. <laughs> and I it. Never doubted it. And in 2000, Kathy Freeman won a gold medal in the 400-meter sprint. Uh, but she could have done the 100 meters there. Uh, Damn, I really thought it was 100 meters. One in four Aussies are born overseas is true. Wow, that's interesting. Akuba hats are made of kangaroo pelts. You idiot, it's false. They're made of rabbit. That's what I said. I w- if that said it's, had it said rabbit, I still would have been like, no, nope, probably not. Uh, the first feature film, I think, was the next question after that. Let me just check. Yep. Yeah. Uh, is true. In 1906, the story of the Kelly Gang oh. was a multi-role feature-length film. What does feature-length really mean? I think it's like over 80 minutes or something. Right. Okay. Uh, I, I, there, there is a technical definition. I yeah. Believe. And... Okay, yeah. Okay. Uh, the fence is longer than the Great Wall of China is true. Yep. Again, far easier. Not that. <laughs> I think that if we could be bothered, we could make a fence longer than the Great Wall of China. <laughs> but to be clear, we can't be bothered. We can't be bothered. Uh, what is Australia's oldest chocolate bar is the... <gasps> Cherry well, Ripe. You haven't... Oh, yes! Cherry Ripe. I was going to say, you haven't thrown yourself off the roof. So <laughs> <No. there's> no... <laughs> Cherry Ripe. Oh. Uh, and then the last one was which artist performed in Australia's debut at the Eurovision Song Contest? It was Guy Sebastian. Oh, I think we did okay. Okay. That, Apart from the we're fact allowed you into the thought country. a Cobra hat's made of kangaroo, and I never believed that. <laughs> I, I don't know about that. Um, yeah, okay. Um, d- done. Confirmed. We are Australian. I am. You are. We, we are. are Australian. <laughs> Don't tell me I'm and that's a joke. I'm actually, actually from New Zealand. I've never told you. <gasps> oh my god, you're the one in four. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Sorry. By the way, that that's was it. a good joke that you made, oh, and I'm you. sad that no one will get it. <laughs> 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 to be clear, Nelson made a very good joke. So then. good, guys. You just our laugh, Aussie, our just Aussie laugh listeners, anyway. <laughs> Aussie listeners, take to our Discord and tell oh. everybody how good that. And if you also said we are Australian, no doesn't. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, anywho, if <laughs> uh, we've got, we don't have an AMA, uh, no. but if you'd like to write into us, you can do so. Reddit podcast, R E A D I T podcast at gmail.com. You can also reach us at our subreddit and the Discord. Yep. Uh, the link is in the show notes. Uh, just above that link is uh, is uh, another link to our uh, Redbubble site where you can buy a t shirt that says, It's not what you think, it's for fraud. As yeah, example. yeah, that's an example of a shirt. No context around that. Uh, no, actually, our best selling is the Montague Street Bridge. It uh, is show. from probably not listeners yeah, on this no. show. <laughs> uh, yeah, so go by saying, is that what I'm saying? I don't know. I guess so. I've just decided to, to spruik the Redbubble <laughs> uh, site for once. Uh, but that's it. So thanks for listening, and we will read you later.